Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code DNVR, you're going to get $200 in free bets instantly when you make a $5 bet this Sunday. That's with code DNVR and only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I am Patrick Lyons. I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, did you have a nice Labor Day? I did because uh, luckily I did not have to labor, which was wonderful. <laughs> and I, I and I feel blessed because not all of us were in the same predicament labor-wise. I did labor. I did labor and it was a labor of love and it was a lot of frustration <laughs> because the Rockies just running out of things to say. <laughs> Well, that's a great segue. The Rockies did labor on Monday in a 6-4 loss to the Milwaukee Brewers. They fall to 57-79. and 79. I had the Brewers series uh, coming out ahead on, the, on the, the, the Brew Crew side, then winning two out of three. So the Rockies only need to win one. But I'm beginning to get worried about the hunt for 69. I, I'm just beginning to get a bit worried now. We're if- already behind schedule, and I don't really see the opportunity for us to make those up. So, I mean, I might, maybe I'll make my own TikTok about how the Rockies get to a hundred losses. Whoa, that is inter, well, they only got to get, so that would be 62 wins, of course, to, to the 100 losses. So that means they're only going to win five more games this year. Uh, is that really far-fetched, Patrick? Yeah, kind of. I, I think they'll win five of like the the final twenty-eight, whatever the the number is. Uh, yeah, it would have to go really, really badly. Now they do play some tough teams. I mean that that's been part of the whole conversation. You know, they might only win two out of their final nine games of the season because they're going to be, of course, in in California against the Giants and Dodgers. So mm-hmm. that's going to be difficult. The Diamondbacks, I had them taking two games there. They might be lucky to get one win right now from the Diamondbacks. Zach Gallon's got a historic run right now. He'll be pitching this weekend. So that right there could put the Rockies back even further. But will they get five wins? Well, actually, they get six wins to make sure they don't get 100. It's possible. It's, it's extremely possible. I'm going to crunch the numbers this week, and we'll see who is more correct. If you need any consultation on a spreadsheet, you know where to go. <laughs> And I, and I will be glad to, to help you out and be your spreadsheet Sherpa. Uh, hashtag spreadsheet Sherpa. No, don't. Please don't make that a thing. Uh, <laughs> let's make this into a thing that Ryan Feltner has been pitching a lot better because uh, mm-hmm. he was almost was able to get through that sixth inning. That's kind of been his hump there. Third time through the order. Wasn't able to get it done on Monday, but only walked one, struck out seven against pretty good Brewers lineup. So uh, I think that was positive in general, tied a career high with uh, seven Ks. And he snapped a six-start streak of surrendering at least one home run dating back to August 2nd. So you like that he didn't give up a long ball. So I thought that was positive. Exactly. Yeah. You can definitely see little bits of progress as the season is progressing. And, you know, Buddy was talking about how Ryan's been working on stuff. And, you know, we heard a little bit of that uh, from Ryan too. But I mean, it's got to be hard too to just make these tweaks on a big stage like this. Yeah. And just in the middle of the season like that, he looks a lot more confident. Like, you know, he wasn't too happy about being taken out of the game yesterday. That's fine. But just overall, he, he definitely exudes a lot more confidence. I mean, you think back to that start uh, whenever it was in, in early August where we were both there and Mm -hmm. he's just kind of talking and, and Bud basically said this too, like, Hey, this isn't triple A anymore. 
you need to make adjustments and what works down in the Pacific coast league will not work in the big leagues. And so he's got to figure that out. And he just had that look on his face. Like, wow, I'm, I almost not ready for this, mm-hmm. but he's been since then. So that's been, uh, I feel like a big takeaway. And, and he's, he has a lot more confidence. Did he sound a lot more confidence yesterday, uh, in the post game scrum. He absolutely sounded so confident, like definitely giving me more of an aura of a major leaguer. But yeah, ever since that bad start he had back in the beginning of August, where he really was just like, I feel like that might have been just a wake up call for him. Like, oh, this is this really is different than the minors. Big league aura. You need that. Don't talk about it enough. The yeah. big league, the big league aura. And and you, and you do that uh, little hand gesture. Again, another reason why you got to make sure you're watching on YouTube on the DNVR sports channel. Uh, Justin Lawrence, not so good. Uh, he finished up the six for our, our buddy Ryan Feldner there. He gave up two hits and two earned runs. But Jake Bird snapped back two scoreless mm-hmm. innings with four strikeouts. So that was uh, that was a real positive outing for him. Uh, who had been kind of scrapping a little bit. So that was uh, nice to see a a fellow UCLA Bruin on the hill there for the Rockies. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, there's so, there's so many of them now. I feel like we're just the grown up UCLA Bruins over here. No, but it was also nice to see him out for, he was out on the mountain for a while and doing well. I I was was happy to see that for sure. That was cool. And he didn't get to face Garrett Mitchell, which, You'd have thought, oh, he's pitching two innings. Um, you know, he did face one more than the minimum. You'd have thought, oh, he'll face Garrett Mitchell. Didn't happen because he he started with the top of the lineup. But Garrett Mitchell, another UCLA Bruin uh, who's taken there in 2020. So they may have overlapped maybe when, you know, Bird and Bouchard, those guys were juniors. Uh, and then uh, Garrett Mitchell would have been a freshman at that time. So we could have actually had four UCLA Bruins on the field, at course field at one point with Bird pitching, Mitchell at that. Antolia and Bouchard in the outfield and Alex Colome one inning pitched. He gave up one hit, but I think there is one statistic that's probably more important than any other Susie. Like what, what was the most, most important statistic there in the nine for Alex Colome? I'm just curious for Alex Colome. Um, uh, <laughs> no heart attacks. That's important. That no heart, zero attacks. heart attacks were induced. One inning pitched one hit. No heart attacks. Look, sometimes you need that in a relief pitcher. You need that ability. Uh, sometimes you need to induce a double play. You also need to not induce a heart attack to the fan base. So that's important. Charlie Blackman on the uh, offensive side there on Monday. Two hits, two RBI. He sits safely in 30 of his last 32 home games since June 5th. 28 RBI over that span. Uh, and you got to see uh, another crone, another crone homer there. That was nice. Oh, my Second gosh. Two days. We love the crone zone. So that was that was really fun to see too, of course. Yeah, second in two it. days. Not second in two games, because of course in game two of the doubleheader, uh, homerless streak there. But uh, it seemed like a lot happened. You know, again, it's Monday, but it's a holiday, so it has that weekend vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really curious on picking your brain about like all yeah. the different things. Like your day started by talking with Michael Tolia and got to catch up with him for uh, for the first time in Denver. His not his first time in Denver, and I think he talked a little bit about yes. that, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yeah. So Michael Tolia was, of course, in the Futures game, so he actually has played at Coors Field before on a big stage like that. So he was talking about how he's like, okay, I am actually a little familiar with it, so this isn't like totally overwhelming coming into my first game at Coors. But he was very excited 
to start playing at Coors Field. He even mentioned that it was almost more important than his debut on the road was his Coors Field debut. Uh, but yeah, he's going to be a lot of fun. Um, watching him and Thomas Harding banter back and forth too was absolutely hysterical. Like, yeah, this is going to be a good fit. I, I'm, I have to imagine they've probably locked horns. That's not the phrase I want to use because uh, neither of those guys, both of those guys are very nice, but they kind of, you know, you lock horns in conversation. Uh, but yeah, I, I heard the audio that you had shared. And of course, you know, Thomas is being Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Thomas asks Tolia how tall he is. And Tolia's like, oh, I'm 6'5". He's like, oh, are you done growing yet? And he's like, pretty sure I'm done. Thomas is like, you know, I was still grow, I still grew at 26. <laughs> Tolia was just like, okay. Like, I don't know how to process this. I'm like, it's going like, to happen I don't, a lot. But that's I don't okay. know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> Your lack of processing ability there is not wrong. It's okay. We all struggle that from time to time. That's Thomas that's always time. says something that throws everyone off in the absolute funniest way. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's the best. Oh, yeah, Tolly was even there uh, in 2020 at the alternate side. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah, he did mention that too as well. So, yeah, he spent a lot of time yeah. at Coors Field, but now doing it as a Major League Baseball player. Yeah, that's been great. And he yeah, was about- he was good at first yesterday. He made a crazy catch. His reflexes are just fantastic. Yeah, no, he's he's uh, has that potential gold glove mm-hmm. ability. You know, uh, he absolutely does. And so that's been something he's been getting praised for a lot. I think even Bill Schmidt, you know, talked about him kind of having similar defensive abilities as a Todd Helton, who won a handful of gold glove awards himself over at first base. So, and you say, well, why is he playing right field if he has gold glove first base? Well, there are, there are more first basemen on the team mm-hmm. probably than really good uh, defensive corner outfielders. So uh, that's just kind of how it goes. You need some of that uh, defensive flexibility. So Montero's going to need to play a little first. CJ Crone. On occasion, you might need to keep C- uh, Connor Joe uh, a little bit sharp. Another CJ there uh, playing first base. So Tolia will have to play a little bit of outfield in general. And so, um, you know, that that's going to happen. But the defense uh, is is definitely a, a really big one there for him. And the the giveaway did not pair very nicely with uh, with, with, with the temperature yeah. there, that was one of the most curious things. And I know maybe we'll get to it later. And, and if you want, mm-hmm. we could even pause that for later on. But, uh, that, that was, that was just kind of funny. If you were there and if you saw, or if you follow us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies, uh, you know, the giveaway on Monday was, was strange considering. Yes. Yeah. We will get into it towards okay. the end of the show, but I will mention, yeah, the giveaway was a winter hat. It was the hottest game of the, the season and uh, everyone, the, well, the Rockies got roasted a little bit for it. So we'll look at some of the tweets later on, but yeah, it was hilarious. The funny part though, was that that's a, that giveaway winter hat hottest day. People were still wearing it. <laughs> oh, they were that that's roasting. Like You're actually roast an actual time. roasting. Uh, yeah. People were still wearing them. Um, and it was hilarious. So I'm happy. A couple of people on Twitter were like, Oh, I was wondering why people were wearing those hats. I thought it was like a new thing to keep cool wearing a winter hat on like a hundred degree day. Like, no, no, no. They're, they're just crazy. And they do not have our blessing to be doing this. So, all right. So what's, what's crazier, maybe Mm -hmm. that's what's what's worse. And then this, this could be a whole debate. Is it crazier to be sitting in the sun, 94 degrees, still summertime Mm -hmm. in the sun, wearing a winter beanie or those people who are going to football games shirtless, you know, they've got a letter painted on their body for their, uh, their alma mater or whatever. What's, what's crazier. It's gotta be the cap, right? We we've accepted the fact that, yeah, you can go half naked and paint up and 
Yes. Maybe the booze will keep you warm, but this the winter cap in summertime. I don't know. It's just dangerous. You're gonna you're gonna overheat. You're gonna get Great heat point. stroke. But I mean, yes, you know, if you show up to a game wearing, you know, no shirt, letters painted on your chest, you know what? You you're drinking beer, so like you've got a coat from that. Like you're probably feeling fine. Yes, there an inner liquid coat. Yes, uh, which would be a great segue for something, but I, 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 that's that's not where we're at. All right, so what's what, what's a worse giveaway? So we already we already debated that. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, you know, they gave away like a Panama hat uh, last month. Mm-hmm. If you gave that away in April when it was snowing, <laughs> that would be pretty bad. If you had like a somewhat pessimistic view of the world and you gave away a free umbrella on the Fourth of July. <laughs> that would be kind of a bad look, right? You're like, hey, are you do you want it to rain here on our quite literal parade here in fireworks? Or one dollar instead of a hot one dollar hot dog night, dollar hot cocoa night in August. Oh. I mean, these are all ideas that make just as much sense as what went down on Monday at Coors Field. Pretty much, yeah. Dollar hot cocoa night in August. That sounds brutal. But that sounds like a promotion that should happen when Coco Montez makes it up to the majors. Whoa. Things to think about. Things to think about. Interesting. Well, if your name is Coco, you should be able to get in for a dollar. Yeah. I mean, you have to be on your your license though. <laughs> we we got we got to have him back on to find out does is Coco on his license? It probably is not. I, I I would guess no. Um I would I would bet money. No. Yeah. It's a, it says Bobby Pat, his first and middle name. Robert Patrick, excuse me. <laughs> I don't know if he's a, if he's going with Bobby Pat Montez. Bobby Pat. Then he should just he might as well just go with Coco at that point. I mean, that's what makes sense. And look, if we're talking about what makes sense, the dnvr.com right now makes a hell of a lot of sense, especially yeah. since it's only 50 cents for your first month, especially since the Broncos are getting going and DNVR bets is heating up. So, you know who to bet each and every Sunday, the abs and nuggets, they are getting warmed up. Their season's going to be here in no time. And of course we're doing our thing with the Rockies rapids. I don't know if they're still pushing for a playoff uh, berth. They're still in the hunt, uh, but they've been a little disappointing as of late. You get all that great coverage access to the members only discord. And when our bar opens up on Friday, September 9th, you get that member sized beer, you get price breaks on all kinds of gear. And if you do want to come out to any of our tailgates with mile high sliders, we got Breck brew flowing, all of that and more fun games and prizes given away there. You get a discount on those tail uh, tailgates. And again, that's with the DNVR.com. Now only 50 cents for your first month. And if you're talking about other hot tickets, you got to make sure you're going over to Game time. It's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than, than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, shows. Look, it allows you to sit in seats you never thought you could, like on the 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert. When Yankee Stadium originally opened up, or this most current one, uh, in 2009, there were people who would sit in those luxury seats behind there. They just look like a, a leather recliner. They would get those seats off of a site like game time. In fact, it may have been game time at that point. And cause they waited right up until the first pitch and these ticket brokers, they're like, look, I want to get something for my money. I don't want it to go to waste. So boom, you're getting like, you know, thousand dollar seats for 50 bucks. All you can eat food. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, I, I've used game time before to go to red rocks. Uh, some really great shows. Again, it's last minute. Sometimes people can't go to their shows, but they don't want to miss out. Well, that's where you slide in and 
maybe take advantage a little bit with those really good deals. So if you love DNVR, then you're going to love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in our description here on YouTube. Join over 15 million people who've downloaded the game time app to score the best seats to all your favorite events. Hit the link in our description to save. And look, if you're talking about saving, or if you're even just talking about getting access to the nuggets and abs, well, we got to talk about Ivaca TV. Ivaca is the new goat in Colorado sports. That is the greatest of all TV. Ivaca TV delivers amped sports coverage for Colorado fans featuring Altitude Sports, AT&T Sports, and the NFL Network. Yes, it's all part of the package at the most regional content for the lowest price for sports in Colorado. All crystal clear HD while using less bandwidth and enjoy over 60 entertainment channels, including news, movies, and more, parentheses, the Dean Vera Sports Channel. Turn your home into the ultimate game viewing zone. You can even stream your teams from your phone, laptop, or tablet when you're on the go. You can also add on a discounted Sling TV bundle to get ESPN. And more Avaca is only $25 a month plus a $5 receiver fee. And right now, Colorado sports fans, you're going to get $10 off per month for your first three months to score this deal. Just go to evoca.tv slash Colorado 10. That's evoca.tv slash Colorado 10. No contracts, no catches. Evaca is TV made for champions of the remote. Like me. Like you. You're, like me. you're a champion. I am. You're, Thank I didn't you. know you were a remote control champ. I knew you were a champion of a lot of things, but a remote. Yeah, all of it. I'm. I'm just like the best at everything I do. Okay, These so we'll, These we're going to write down remote underneath championships, and then each week we're going to need some new things that you are a champion at astrology. For- I'm not adding it to the list yet because we need one every week. So okay. right now we just have remote. Right now we got remote for this week. Did you stick around for the Sandlot, by the way? A little bit of it, yeah. So it was yeah. it was so cute. It was adorable. Yeah, people were just on the field. Uh, it looked like a great time. And also, I think the biggest part was that it had cooled down significantly by the time they were showing Sandlot. So it was actually quite pleasant. Oh, that's not. How many times have you seen the Sandlot? Are you a big Sandlot um, fan? You know, okay, so I've seen it a lot. Um, I'm on the fence about whether I'm a fan or not, because I'm like, oh, on one hand, you know, the childhood wonder of, you know, learning baseball and just like playing with your friends and hanging out like that's so fun. But also that movie is so stressful because they are just so kids are so stupid sometimes and they just destroying all that property (laughs) just (laughs) makes me so nervous. That's that's the biggest issue is just the property damage and property and damage, it, losing that Babe Ruth ball. Dennis <laughs> Leary does not have insurance taken out on that Babe Ruth ball. He, he definitely does not. And you know what? If Dennis Leary was my stepdad, like that would be stressful too. So <laughs> like well, he's just whole- chain smoking all the time. I mean, he's got that Boston <laughs> energy. He's in California. Yeah, that, that that wouldn't be good. I wanted to give you another another pop quiz. Uh-huh. But but I, I, I think maybe we might have to save that. Or, or you think about it. Is it going to be another pop suit? I was going to give you quotes, and you have to tell me, is it from The Sandlot or is it from The Godfather? Now, <laughs> it's that, it seems easy, but of course. I've only, seen, I've only seen one of these movies, so this would actually – this could be pretty hard for me. So – Okay, so there are some some notable movies I feel like that I haven't seen. I, I think I've seen most of the classics, but there's just things that are just in the cultural zeitgeist. Like it's just in the atmosphere. Like Star mm-hmm. Wars, I feel like you haven't 
you, you don't need to really see Star Wars to like yeah. really understand everything in general. It's like I get the cultural references. Yes, for so I feel like, like I haven't seen. Yeah, so I feel like there would be like quotes and stuff. You'd be like, no, that would definitely be more Sandlot than like if it was the, a quote about cannolis. I'd be like, yeah, that's the Sandlot, that's the Godfather. <laughs> well, cannoli has a has a big role. I mean, that's the big snack in the Sandlot. No, of course, yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, I, I'm going to ask you a couple here. Okay, and okay, we'll, let's, we'll do let's, let's do we'll it. Let's do it. Some more Rockies news and notes. Pop Sues. All right. First one. Is this the Sandlot or the Godfather? First one. You're killing me, Smalls. That is. I want to be like, oh no, that's the Godfather. No, I know that's the Sandlot. Uh Vito Corleone is being murdered by a man named Smalls. And so he says <laughs> that to him while he's being killed. So it's actually the Godfather. No. Yes. All right. So we're one for one. You got that one. Okay, thank you. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they said that in the Sandlot, but I know it's a it's it's a Godfather quote. Yes, you could say, "Well, wait a minute, is that the offer to James Earl Jones to get the baseball back?" <laughs> that would be if you saw neither of the films, right? Maybe you could. Okay, honestly, I'm just like feeling really inspired right now. I feel like we need to make a local theater mashup of the Sandlot and the Godfather. When you break these quotes down, they are very similar. All right, how about this one? Okay, okay. Uh, let's go. I want to use all your power and all your skills. Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess the Godfather. You would be right. Okay. Okay. But Benny, hey, Benny the Jet Rodriguez, a lot of power, a lot of skills. That could work. All right. Uh, in the Sandfather, I guess that would be the, the match. Sandfather. We're right. making this play. I'm gonna rent out a local theater and we're doing this. Okay. Uh he had kissed a woman and he had kissed her long and good. That's definitely Sandlot. <laughs> that would be Wendy yeah. Peppercorn. Right, you've gotten all of these so far. Thank you. I'm, right, I'm now, actually quite surprised. Thank you. Now I, I'm gonna have to really try to throw you a curveball here. We're going to the mattresses. Oh, we're going to the mattresses. I think that's a Godfather quote. You would be correct. Very good. And now I was trying to think. I don't. I don't know if they actually use mattresses when they're building their contraptions. There's probably a mattress in there somewhere, right? You got to think. Probably. I feel like yeah. There's got to be one like in their you know dirty outfield. Has to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, part I of I do want to note in the in our in our chat, Kale has already started writing the play that we're going to put on in a local theater. Oh, this is great. I, I'll just take the uh, the EP credit. That's it. Executive producer. That's fine. Just, just send the checks my way. All right. How That's about good. this one? Okay. This war stops now. Again, I feel like it could go both ways, right? It's like weirdly hard. Why is this like this? Um, I could, because say. because if you're talking Godfather again, we we know there's kind of wars going on there. So okay, that makes sense. So there's battles. But then in, in the Sandlot, those kids on the fancy bikes ride through. Yes, they're warring with another uh, another group of kids, and they're warring with the beast. I'm gonna so, say I'm gonna say it's it's a Sandlot quote. Finally, gotcha. It is the Godfather. No. Yeah, that Our that name. was a good one. I'm trying to trying okay. to find ones. You mean that's the same guy? Godfather or the Sandlot? Sandlot. Sandlot. That whole okay. movie is about kids being confused. <laughs> okay. Very nice. All right. What are you laughing at? Yeah, yeah. You run like a duck. Sandlot. 
correct. But yeah, yeah, very well could be the name of somebody. Could be the name of a mobster. <laughs> you could see that. That makes sense. All right, last yeah. one. Okay. If I wanted you dead, you would be dead already. I'm going to say that's the Godfather. Actually, Sandlot. No, yes, of course, it's the Godfather. <laughs> I was like, wait, I just do not remember that aggression. <laughs> it's like, whoa, what? Who said that? Like, Smalls got really upset. They were picking on him, and they were like, you know. It's in and the deleted they, scenes. <laughs> yeah, really. It gets, it gets really dark. Really. Like, that's what happens by the time that he tells his stepdad, you know, that he lost the ball. He catches a whooping. There's a whole other angle, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But you did really well on that. But Thank you. Like, again, almost out of context, you go, holy smoke. I mean, I don't – is the Sandlot just a kids slash baseball version of the God – it could be. I don't know. The Sandlot is the Godfather for kids. You heard it here first. There we go. There we go. And be sure <laughs> to keep an eye out for our one-night-only theater show, The Sandfather. Produced by Kel Sorbo. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> We're like, actually, I'm not even kidding. Like I will sit down with Kale in his office after this and like start writing a script. (laughs) He's a theater guy. He, if anyone's going to run the show on this, it's going to be Kale. Yeah. I'm going to make you an offer. You can't refuse. And it's a baseball signed by the entire 1927 New York Yankees. Okay. I'll take that rather than this gross baseball signed by some lady that this dog has already chewed up and has gotten spit all over. Such a stressful (laughs) movie. Some lady. (laughs) That's the same guy. Is That's the, the same guy. is the Godfather more stressful than the Sandlot? Eh, probably. I mean, it has to be. I mean, yeah, Sandlot's very lighthearted. I understand the the stress that you're talking about in it, but no, that it's got to be the Godfather. It's definitely a lot okay. more gruesome. And, but Godfather Three is the best one. I mean, if you ask anyone, the third one is the one kale is smiling so he knows that i'm kidding one of the worst is there a third one yeah like they did the first two together and then it was like you know 20 years went by and they're like hey let's do it again with francis ford coppola's daughter uh as as the daughter as you know uh michael's daughter uh, al pacino's daughter yeah it it, it was not not great but the first two are like you know of course uh classics so Mm -hmm. uh, you gotta check that i know you checked out uh, at the ballpark lucas gilbreth a little bit yeah. Not, I want to say good news, bad news. Kind of just all bad news, really. You know what? So, I mean, he's out for the season, but we also Damn. don't have that much season left. And if all goes well with his PRP shot, he should be good. So I I think it's 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 fine news. But yeah, we got to, to talk to him very candidly about his upcoming PRP shot. Uh, I love talking to Lucas because he is just so, he's so candid. He'll just like be open about what's going on with his life. So yeah, he was, he's actually, he's nervous about the PRP shot, but he's been talking to guys and doing his research on what goes into it and what it's like. And you know, it's going to hurt. It's a big needle, but he's, he's ready. (laughs) He's just not going to look at it. He's like, Oh yeah. Like I could like pass out if I like see that needle. Yeah, he's, we've got the uh, big drive energy with the golf bros there, Mitchell and Spence. The mm-hmm. BDE, BNE, big needle energy is, is not great. Like, get very nervous, get anxious, and that PRP, platelet-rich plasma. Plasma, plasma. There you go. That's, that's the word, uh, the phrase of the day. We, we did mention that he kind of got another trend going in the clubhouse. There, we came back, it must have been the, the St. Louis series, or maybe it was Texas. There were new shirts that guys were wearing 
And I think it said, you know, it, it ain't over yet. And it was basically, you know, like a score bug that you see in the, the bottom right-hand corner if you're watching a game. That's what they call it, where it just shows, you know, like COL5, MIL2. Gives you the score, tells you who's on base, how many outs. And it was it shows like ninth inning, bases loaded, two outs. And it's just an inspirational thing. And I think Gilbert was the guy who got these shirts going. So he's he's the guy with his finger on the pulse. Yeah. He is a cool. trendsetter. He's a trendsetter. He's a tastemaker. He got he made Crocs happen. He he is Mr. Crockies. That's right. He's he, Mr. Uh, Crockies. I hope Jonathan Daza becomes a trendsetter because uh he should be at Coors. We should see him today. Had a bit of a rehab assignment there. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the isotopes down in Texas. So it sounds like he might be back uh, with that dislocated shoulder situation. He might be back uh, before the, the year is out. So I'm hoping uh, that provides some inspiration for some of the other banged up Rockies, uh, like an Ezekiel Tovar. No news on him just right now mm-hmm. with uh, his groin injury. Also don't know that Tovar needs that motivation. Not sure if the Rockies are really just protecting him at this point, saying, well, we don't want to rush you back to get hurt. Next year, we can kind of start anew. Mm-hmm. It, it uh, might not necessarily be uh, the ball's not necessarily in his court uh, to do what, what he can do. Jose Iglesias, swollen left hand. He's kind of day-to-day. He's getting an MRI today on Tuesday. And then Chris Bryant, increased activity. It's increased over the previous activity that was increased, but still yes. – not not picking up a bat or doing anything. Bootsy Bryant. Bootsy, Bootsy Bryant. Bryant. You know what? Sometimes he's in the boot. Sometimes he's not in the boot. I have not seen this because we rarely see him walking around. But um, that's that's the update from Buddy. We've only seen in boot. We haven't seen out of we, boot. I've never. I haven't. I have not seen him out of the boot. But apparently, others have seen him out of the boot because Buddy said, "Yeah, he's in it sometimes." He's and in who it are we talking time. about again? Chris Bryant, aka. Bootsy Bryant. Oh, so Bootsy Bryant. Okay. Okay. Bootsy Bryant. All right. That's who got we it. got. That's mm-hmm. not a great nickname. And if that catch, catches hold, that was Susie Hunter at the Susie Hunter who came up with the Bootsy Bryant. Terrible, terrible content, Patrick. I expect better uh, from you. Yeah. He's, he's throwing though. He's able to play catch, which doesn't really help you out too much. If you, no. if you don't have two legs to, to stand on exactly, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. If he comes back again, I think we've both taken the under on a half a game seeing him here at some point in the season. So yeah, we're not going to see him for the rest of the season. What's the point? What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I I can't, can't really argue with you on that. Uh, (laughs) Not to be like so negative, but like why bother? (laughs) No, no, it's not so negative. And you know what too, you got a 28 man roster, you got extra guys and you say, well, give somebody an opportunity. In fact, uh, I wrote about that uh, a week or so ago. We'll talk about really briefly some of those names because you go, Chris Bryant doesn't necessarily need to come back. And you say, you know, there's some fans saying, hey, dude, you got to earn that your contract and, you know, you got to fight and come back for your teammates. Does he really, really need to, pr- who does he need to prove that to necessarily, right? The Rockies mm-hmm. may get more benefit of calling up a young guy who's not currently on the 40 man, who's not, hasn't yet made his debut that could create a space for an Ezekiel Tovar. And you go, you'd rather have that. You'd rather that situation play out than, you know, three games from a Chris Bryant. So uh, mm-hmm. that could be up for debate. But what is unequivocally not up for debate is Green Mountain Dental Group being the best at what they do in the Denver metro area. Uh, not only do all of our members check them out, as well as folks right here in-house at the dnvr.com, but they're hooking you up if you're looking to make a switch. They're only 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver. All you got to do is tell them that we sent you DNVR Sports, and they're going to give you a $300 discount for 
for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients. And they're also going to get you a free set of bleach trays, a $350 value with a new patient cleaning exam and x-rays. I did this not that long ago. It's very simple. It's it's not a painful thing. My teeth were not sensitive. I, again, I'm sure it's different for everybody, but Green Mountain Dental Group, I told them that and they said, oh, let's, let's set you up with this particular type. And so that's why they're great at what they do. So make sure you check out Green Mountain Dental Group and make sure you check out athleticgreens.com slash ROC. Those are the first three letters of Rockies. That's how you're going to start your day off the right way with one scoop, 75 high quality vitamins, whole food source, sourced superfoods, probiotics, minerals, and adaptogens. That's what I do to start my day right before I do anything. Don't even take a bite to eat. I get that in my system. I get that positive gut health going early. And then if I want to have some fun and, and, and eat some bad food, or if I want to really put my body to the test with a lot of exercise, Athletic Greens is going to support me both ways. They want to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D for joining the fam there, and five free travel packets if you go to athleticgreens.com slash ROC to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And frankly, sometimes you need insurance or you need legal insurance and legal consultation. If you've been in a car crash that wasn't your fault, and now you've got injuries, medical bills, lost income, property damage, you're gonna have to deal with this disruption in your life. But guess what? Right now, there's a place for you to go, and that's Travis Legal. Don't assume the insurance companies are going to be looking out for you. Insurance companies are going to go to great lengths to tilt the playing field in their favor, and you need an experienced attorney on your side who has your back. Travel Legal Offices understands how hard it is to deal with the aftermath of car collisions and wants to be in your corner fighting for what you deserve. Travel Legal, Legal Offices is a family-run law firm experienced in Colorado personal injury cases and insurance disputes. Travis Legal Offices has attorneys who are educated locally at DU and CU law schools and has staff with more than 35 years of experience in handling personal injury cases. Call Travis Legal Offices today at 303 303- 766-8766 for a free consultation on your personal injury matter. That's 303-766-8766. You can also reach out 24-7 on the web at travislegaloffices.com. There is respect, response, and results. And Travel Legal Offices keeps that motto in mind on each and every case they work on. Reach out to Travis Legal Offices today, 303-766-8766. Sounds good, Patrick. I might need it because I want to because I want to sue the Rockies. Look, uh, I mean, the fan base is getting very apathetic right now where we we could be getting down to that point where uh, we're going to see that, you know, people show up first with the the bags over their heads and uh, doing the little protests. And and sometimes you do have those lawsuits. I mean, shoot, you had uh, uh, what was his name? Mike, Mike Bolsinger? He actually uh, took a, a lawsuit where he was suing the Astros for the whole science stealing thing because he's saying like, hey, look, I, I got uh, I had a really bad start against the Astros and then uh, I got cut and that kind of ended my career. Yeah. Now that got thrown out. Maybe if he had gone to Travis legal offices, it would have been different. Nevertheless, that's kind of how it goes. All right. So Ezekiel Tovar is on the list of who could be next. If the Rockies need to make another move, Chris Bryant could go on the 60 day IL that creates room. You got some relievers in the minor leagues that Mm -hmm. you might knock off the 40 man roster to create some space for somebody else. Riley Pint is, uh, has been kind of a feel good story. Would you put, I mean, it's hard. I mean, Tovar deserves it more than Pint, but Susie, 
you'd be pretty happy to see uh, another wonderful kind of comeback story like mm-hmm. a Winton Bernard in Riley Pine if he was able to make his major league debut at some point this season. Oh, absolutely. I think that would be so much fun. I've been waiting to see Riley Pine for years. Um, but yeah, I think that is more likely than Tovar. I don't think Tovar is going to be ready this season. Yeah, that, oh, that, that's like 51% Pint, 49% Tovar. Just because, as you said, because of the situation, mm-hmm. you, you, you probably have to lean. You might be more likely to see Pint than Tovar. Carl Kaufman is another one of those candidates. Mm-hmm. He started off really well. I think his first three starts down in Albuquerque were, were pretty fantastic, pretty good. Uh, but he struggled since then. He's a guy that will probably have to get added to the uh, 40-man roster uh, by December or uh he could be uh, lost in the rule five draft. And then Gavin Hollowell, he's still in Hartford with all your, uh, your friends back there, back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's a, he's a high leverage reliever. He's closing games out there for the yard goats had 15 uh, saves with them. He's been their guy. His strikeout to walk ratio is really, really good. So he does everything that Riley pint does uh, as far as striking guys out, but he's not walking them at the same rate as a mm-hmm. Riley pint. So those are, uh, those are some of the names that, you know, we could possibly see here uh, in the very near future. Yeah. Do you think how many new faces do you think we'll see by the end of the season? Because we, Buddy said we're going to see new faces. He said a few, and we've got Tolia is, is the only uh, you know real new one. And again, you could interpret that in a couple ways and say, well, they brought Bouchard back, so that was you know a new face. But we we're kind of familiar with that face. Ryan Vallade, mm-hmm. you know, hasn't uh, you know appeared yet this year. He, he's been banged up a lot on the mm-hmm. IL. Uh, you know, he, he, uh, debuted last year. We haven't seen him this year, but you kinda, I kinda got the sense. I think you did too, that it was going to be some fresh blood, like literally faces have that, that have never seen Coors Field and we have never seen at Coors Field. So I think maybe one of those guys pints right now, he's on the IL. He's been there since August 22nd. So that's been hard. Yeah, Tovar still been on the IL. So again, if those guys were healthy, I think, you know, you could have seen both of those guys debut. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Gavin Hollowell. He's, he might be a bit of a dark horse, but we could yeah, see. I like him where your head's at. I like where your head's at. Could be, could be something like that. Now, um, I would love to peep some tweets. I'm just going to say that right there. <laughs> you, I love how you were I'm considering excited. the transition and you're just like, no, let's cut to the chase. Let's I'm too overwhelmed. I'm too excited. Tweets. Yes, I'm so excited. Let's see what we have going on in tweets today. Um, uh, let's talk about what we brought up earlier. So the absolute irony of giving away this winter hat at the hottest game of the year. We tweeted this out yesterday, and uh, it kind of blew up a little bit because Kyle Clark absolutely roasted the Rockies. Why didn't yeah. the Rockies wait until a game in October? And then he goes, Ooh. oh, wait. Oh, that would mean, yeah, burn. that would mean, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that was a good one by Kyle there. Uh, we got, we got to have him on at some point there. He's one of our loyal followers there. And yes. he, likes, he likes a good tweet when it comes out. Yeah. This was actually, I think this game, uh, the game on Monday was tied for the hottest game in September in franchise history. There's a game in uh, 1998, actually. Uh, hmm. what would that be? exactly 24 years ago to today, September 6th. It's also my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. But uh, against San Diego, it was also 94 degrees. So yeah, record setting temperatures. Yeah, it was Unfortunately, the record setting is on the temperature side, not on the team side. 
disappointing. I mean, you know, maybe record levels of frustration too. But other than that, yeah, those are the only records right now. That would be it. That would be it. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for the big shout out by our guy Kyle Clark there. Yeah, he's he's so funny. He's got his his finger on the pulse. Um, all do. right, let's talk about concerts and let's talk about the state of Minute Maid Park where the Houston Astros play because their their field is in shambles absolute shambles so this is the view as of yesterday um this is after a bad bunny concert so it looked like a great concert unfortunately not great for the field but I love this tweet from someone uh from from Hey Scott is he called Bad Bunny because he destroys ve- vegetation like the outfield grass at Minute Maid Park? Yeah, it's absolutely wrecked. <laughs> yeah, that and and oh yeah, and then there's pictures uh, of really uh, guys warming up in the outfield. That's really bad. Like so, when they had the concert at Coors Field, you mm-hmm. could see you know where the stage was just a little bit. I think enough time had passed for when they had the, the Def Leppard con- concert. Uh, and the Lumineers concert, you know, so there were some patches, but you couldn't really tell. It definitely didn't look like this. Uh, we heard that some of the grass and, and vegetation had uh, died because of a vomit. Uh, <laughs> I don't think all of this was vomit induced, but it's, it's like really, really bad. Yeah. That is rough shape that, I mean, I've seen, I've seen rough looking minor league fields that looked better than this. Agreed. Th- this is like a bad high school field. Like that's, yeah. that's where it's at. You just, you can't salvage it. Now he had a, uh, he did a show at Yankee stadium mm-hmm. uh, last weekend. I don't, I don't know what the Yankee schedule was. Actually, they were just back home. So maybe there was enough time for them to get that sorted out. Uh, that was, that was the, uh, the, the infamous show or famous show of him uh, at the VMAs, MTV VMAs. Remember that was a thing that the people cared about, at least of our generation uh, cared about, but uh he also has two shows coming up in San Diego in the end of, in the end of this month. Hmm. So the Padres hmm. may end up having to go through this exact same thing again. And how fit and so they've got the final spot uh, in the in the the wild card. They got the third and final spot. Rockies mm-hmm. are trailing them. I think their magic number might be about 10 at the time you're hearing this. So Magic number is 10 for them just getting completely eliminated. So they've, they've, they're going to get past September 7th because they've won a couple games. So it's, it's prolonged this, but it would be very interesting with everything that team has gone through. And really everything that they've gone to gone through has all been related to just Fernando Tatis. It's really just been Tatis related. And then maybe their season, you know, a weird ground ball that goes to the outfield gets aired upon because it kicks off of a, of a patchy piece of grass after a bad bunny concert, like get ready because that's what could be in the future for the Padres. Yeah. The Padres just do not have good luck right now. So I could totally see that happening. The The Padres are on the precipice of Padre. We know the Mets can Mets. We know the Rockies can Rockies. The Padres are getting close to Padres. We'll work on well that said. one. But that we, was we, that well well said, Patrick. Page. You're you're a true wordsmith. All right. I want to show us one more tweet about a little girl who is a big fan of Julio Rodriguez. Ooh. So yeah, this so I don't know her name, but this man named Zach, his his child was making a Julio poster. Julio Rodriguez saw the tweet 
and said, hey, get close to the dugout. I will make sure I sign it for her. So listen, this rookie appreciates his fans of all ages. So then here is the result of that. This is absolutely adorable. So she added to the sign, we'll trade my baby brother for a hug. So of course, John Boy had the great comment. Congrats, Julio Rodriguez on acquiring a new brother today. <laughs> Oh wow, that's great! So yeah, this made the um, this made the broadcast out there too. This was definitely a big hit with Mariners fans. But you gotta love it. You gotta be nice to the kids. You gotta hook them up. You gotta show them love because they're the future. Would you ever bring a sign? Have you ever brought a sign to a game? Um, I actually haven't. I thought about bringing one on my road trip, but just never got around to making one. I have a sign sitting. I might not have it anymore, but I think it's in a box of mine. I have a bring back the whaler sign that I want to bring to a hurricanes game. There you go. Mm -hmm. That could work. You got, you got to be wearing something with uh, the yard goats on that. Cause that'll go viral and you got to support Hartford mm -hmm. there that way. I, uh, yeah, when I was much younger, uh, it also seemed like it was a lot more common. Now you, you don't see too many signs at, at, at ballparks. I feel like I've seen a, like a really good amount of signs this year at Coors oh, Field. Yeah, it, I think I feel like I I still see signs from kids. I think okay. we just don't we yes. don't bring them anymore. There you go. Yeah, we we don't see them. Yeah, we, you, when you're younger, you see and you go, "Hey, that's a great idea." So I I'm definitely <laughs> going to be doing that. And yet yeah, resonates more now. You just go, "Oh, that's cute, kid." You don't even read the sign. You don't care. So you're right. I, I I stand corrected there. But I I did bring a sign once for Alex Ochoa one time. Colorado Rocky had like 58 games. Uh, what in like 2003, I forget what year, 2001. Uh, and he signed it and then just left it in the garage and then you know, got destroyed, I think. But, oh. um, yeah, Alex Ochoa, that's a, that's a good deep cut, uh, for, for bringing a sign to a game. You know what? A kid with a sign just has so much power at a ballpark. That's kind of like their biggest platform that a, that a kid can have. Like I, if I that's have something I want to say, I just tweet it. But like, you know, if you're a little kid and you need people to know what you have to say, you got to make a sign. That's your only option. So good on her. And this, this isn't a dig on anybody, Okay. but in our society, a child bringing a sign to a sporting event, more people will see that than the average tweet. Cause we all, we all think about a tweet being like, oh man, it got 2000 likes. That's, that's pretty good. Again, depending on who you are, mm -hmm. and we know there's other ones with tens of thousands, et cetera, et cetera. But the average tweet of just like, what happened to my toe? And it's just your, your toe got mushed up on the coffee table and you take a picture of it. It gets three likes from, you know, someone you went to high school with a coworker and some creepy person that you've never met, but likes the three people, you know, <laughs> liked it. 40 people saw it, but at a sporting event, tens of thousands. And because you're a kid, you're more likely to get it on television. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know uh, if 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 that's earth shattering. If that's uh, you know, interesting. If who cares? But it is true, right? I think there's probably more people that would see a, a sign at a sporting event than the average tweet. All right. So um, next Rockies game that I am at that'll be Wednesday because I will be taking today off after this podcast. But uh, Wednesday, I'm going to go around looking. I'm going to go around looking Wednesday might not be the best day. Cause school's already back in session and it's a day game. This homestand I'll look for signs. This will be my small project. Sample size. I need, hey. I need a project. I need something to keep me out of trouble. 
it's a small sample size. We won't hold that against you, but that that will go in, you know, for day games, weekday games. So the the numbers could be skewed down a little bit, mm-hmm. but at least it's a start to the research. Yes, we could we could see if that works. Uh, does anybody ever bring a sign up to rooftop? Because again, those I mean, kid, there aren't kids up at the rooftop. So, you know what? I will. I'm trying to think. The last adult that I saw with the sign, uh, Winton Bernard's friends brought a sign brought signs for him. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Kids yeah. at heart. Kids at heart. <laughs> you got to be up in the rooftop. You have a sign with a bullseye on it. Hit it here. I'll give you a brick beer. Like, boom. And then you got to sort it out. And then, of course, you know, CJ Crone is like hitting you up on Twitter going, dude, where's my beer? You know, you're getting harassed by a Rockies player. It could be fun. It actually could be a lot of fun doing something uh, as wacky of that, as that. Uh, it's it's going to be wacky at Coors Field here. Chad Cool is on the bump for the Colorado Rockies and they got to win one of these next two here to, to they absolutely, they absolutely have to for the narrative, for the narrative, the hashtag hunt for 69 narrative. Brandon Woodruff on the Hill. He was an all-star last year mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it'll be uh, and he's got 3.54 ERA pretty darn good. So mm-hmm. Rockies need to get one going here and uh Keep keep uh, themselves in the hunt for sixty nine. They're hunting for sixty nine, but they're also in the hunt for sixty nine. You can look at it both ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm listen. Depending on how this homestand goes, I might be making my own offshoot narrative: the hunt for a hundred <sighs> losses. <laughs> yeah, You're, we're, the Rockies are getting hunted by one hundred. Like the number one hundred is hunting them <laughs> down. They're going for the number sixty nine, and then the number one hundred is like. Yeah, you pay attention to that over there. Well, I creep up behind you. Oh, Your imagination I, I, is fantastic, Patrick. But that was a that was a great a great way to put it. <laughs> look, I I I, uh, I can hunt down some some crazy metaphors and things of that nature. And look, we're hunting it down on Twitter with Susie Hunter at DNVR underscore Rockies. I am at Patrick D Lyons on Twitter, and I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. To producer. Kale Sorbo. He's given us some momentum today, and we appreciate that with the Sandfather. Stay tuned for that script. Reach out. We'll have to have a special channel in the members-only Discord. Again, one of the benefits of being a member to the DNVR.com. But look, you know what they truly say about momentum? It's only good as your next show. So we'll talk to you then. 